were talking about cheap cruises earlier. Okay. And uh, so apparently on one of the cruise lines, and I'd like to say which one it is, but I can't 100% remember it. I remember it wasn't Carnival. It was something like Holland or something like that. But there was a cross-world or trans-world cruise, okay? Ooh. And so there was a couple who um, – I don't know where they're from. I just read the story on this. I thought it was great. It doesn't matter where it is because it's relatable, right? Right. There was a couple who was late on four of the uh, onboard, the boardings, right? Whoa. And so the fourth boarding, they were late enough that, again, the ship starts pulling away. Right. And they're running down the gang, the gangway. Okay. And the captain said, over the loudspeaker to them in like three different languages. Nope, you had your chance. Hope you have your passports, right? And they yeah. left. Okay. And the couple, I guess, was trying to catch up at the next stop, and the captain refused to onboard them. Oh, wow. In fact, all of their stuff was waiting for them when they came to the next one, uh, next stop, and Ooh. all their stuff was handed to them, and they were not allowed to reboard the ship because, mm. again, four stops, right? Right. So. Of course, being the entitled couple that they are, they sued the the cruise company. They sued the captain, um, mm -hmm. and they sued like two of the crewmates who had their stuff, claiming they s just a whole bunch of just crap. Right? Don't know what they expected, but of course, everybody showed up at court with a countersuit. Oh wow! Because number one, taking the captain away from you know being on the ship. Um, number two, the the money that was incurred because of their being late, you know, it it's the whole it schedule, absolutely. Yeah. And so here was the funny thing. So these people it looked like they had a really, really strong case and they were just like going to go and, and the cruise had offered them, you know, a hey, here's you have free cruise. Nope. OK, well, here have free cruises for a year. Nope. Yeah. And they s they still said no, because it was just the principle of the thing. Right. Right. So. So everybody's at court, judges there, a magistrate, uh, so which is what leads me to think it wasn't in the U.S. Because right. it said magistrate. Okay. Um, except the couple was late. <laughs> the couple <laughs> was 40 minutes late. And so by the end of this 40 minutes, when they came to the courtroom, the judge was already talking to the captain and found out they had, you know, a lot of things in common in places that talking about cruise. The entire courtroom is talking about different cruises and, you know, all of these different things. Couple comes in late and the judge looks at them and says, hey, congratulations, your case is dismissed. Their cases, they basically gave the case to the cruise line and the captain and everything else because – they were once again late and like the judge ripped them apart. So they were coming into the judge ripping them apart in the video nice. where he just sat there and he's like, you're so entitled that not only were you willing to hold up 1500 cruise passengers and crew mm -hmm. and not to mention, you know, force them to have to increase their speed, which, you know, isn't always the safest thing you can do to get to the next stops on time four different times. You obviously were able to get to the fifth one. Because you guys were there and picked up your luggage and everything else. He goes, but then you waste this court's time. And we estimate this court's time to be like $1,000 an hour. Right. So gave this couple just got so reamed and it was so beautiful and, and just it was karma. And I just I couldn't help it. I was laughing so hard at just reading reading the story. I was trying to find it and look it up. But I 
I redid the computer because uh-huh. I have to every now and then on this computer because I choke it up on the design. But right. I'll find it again. I'll post it up on our website or something like that because it was just absolutely hilarious. And, and it was like, what are you thinking? Right. What? 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 You're lucky. They lucky. They gave you four four uh, chances at that. Right. Most cruise lines won't won't give you the first one. Yeah, and I mean, like you and I, we went to Alaska. Yes. There was one couple that was late once. Right. And that was it. And they yeah. got reamed. They got, they got reamed. And I'm pretty sure all of us made fun of them at some point or joked around. Out. It was us and the the gay couple that we had at our table, and we right. all just made fun of the fact that they were late and. Yeah, Boy, they, they, they met us at the next port, and they mm-hmm. got to come back, but they weren't late again after that. Yeah, I guarantee yeah. you, because they were late in Canada, right? Yeah, it was. It yeah. was Canada, and then they so they had to get a flight Ugh. up to Nome, which is our next stop in Alaska. Juno. We oh, Juno. Yeah. Okay, from Victoria Falls to Juno. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, and it's like so you sit there and you look at that and you're like, you guys are idiots. You right? know, it's like there's so much that goes on a cruise ship that you know if you're not spending fifty nine dollars a night. Right. You know, and that was one of the things that we talked about. It's like, you know, you get what you pay for. And when you go to a matinee movie in a dollar, um, you know, a one dollar uh, cinema, you are not going to get the same quality as opening night at a twenty dollar a seat, you know, theater with proper surround sound and no smells. Right. You'll, <laughs> you'll be lucky if not in a mono sound. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, no. It's like because I remember I. OK, so. The most the theater I was in the most was in Vallejo, mm-hmm. right? And we were in that theater all the time. I can't even remember the name of it. I'll look it up just so I can remember it at some point. But we went to that theater, and I didn't know that that theater was bad, <laughs> right? Until I went to a better theater, and then I was like, "Holy crud!" It was like that in Sacramento. We had a we had State Theater, mm-hmm. and it was near our house, and it was cheap. And I didn't know how bad it was until uh. Until the good ones came in mm-hmm. and spent, you know, the extra money on it, and you go back to State Theater, and it was, it was, it was so bad that the building is gone. Yeah, it doesn't exist. Oh yeah, and it hasn't for years. Yeah, no, I I find it amazing. Just, just, but, but the fact that this wasn't a cheap cruise. No. And and these guys weren't on a cheap cruise. It's, it's a transcontinental cruise. Those things are a month long, That's and you're going around the world. It's the cost of a luxury car. Yeah, and and. For you to try to hold up an entire ship of people who also paid the cost of a luxury car. Absolutely. So, yeah. And I'm just I just look at that and I go. Uh, all right. So with that, good morning and welcome to the morning grind on the stupid podcast on everything where we talk about everything because everything is stupid. I'm Joey and I'm Amy and let's get into it. Okay. So we have a couple of national days, but let's go ahead and go into one of your national days. Um, it's really cute. There were a bunch of national days today. A lot. But uh, I let you not choose one because you couldn't pronounce it properly, and neither could I. We had to look it up. Cachaca, right? Yes. National Cachaca Day. Um, and then there were just so many. But uh, what did you? What did we end up with here? So wh- what's going to be your first one? I know one of them is your fandom, <laughs> and uh, I don't know what the other one is that you picked. But, yeah, I'm curious. Go ahead. The one that I picked. Let me get the list. Okay. So, yeah, I was looking at it and like the food ones, like the German chocolate cake one. I'm like, we talk about food and well desserts that, every that time. Oh, OK. So, yeah, but we talk about that stuff every time it comes up. I'm like, mm, kind of I'm kind of good right now on that many <laughs> different cakes and options. So, yeah. The other one's going to be 
international falafel day. That'll be fine. I like falafel. Uh, so do I. So it makes me wish that Pronto's was actually, you know, Greek. <laughs> right? So, but there's some Greek. All right, so go ahead. What are you going to start with? Superman Day. Go ahead. Is celebrated on June 12th every year. The day is meant to celebrate the iconic Kryptonian and the nearly 90 years of storylines he's been part of. Superman Day was founded in 2013 by DC Entertainment leading up to the release of Man of Steel. The day was originally called Man of Steel Day and was celebrated by comic book retailers in collaboration with DC by giving out free com copies of All-Star Superman No. 1 Special Edition. The continuation of the day in subsequent years, along with the name change, seems to have happened organically. Now the history of Superman Day. Born Kal-El on the dying planet of Krypton, Superman was first penned in onto the pages of a comic book in 1933 by Jerry Siegel and Joe Shuster. His character slowly evolved and first appeared as the character we know him to be on April 18, 1938 in Action Comics number 1. Kal-El was sent to Earth from his home planet by his birth parents, Jor-El and Laura, in their final attempt to save their son from the planet's impending destruction. He was raised on Earth as Clark Kent by his adopted parents, Martha and Jonathan Kent of Smallville, Kansas. As he grew up, Clark and his parents d discovered his superhuman abilities, including super strength, laser vision, x-ray vision, flight, and invulnerability, among others. The dichotomy... Oh, I'm so sorry. You're okay. The dichotomy between Clark and his alter ego, Superman, acts as a major source of tension in Superman's storylines as Clark juggles his job as a reporter and his activities as a symbol of hope. Superman, since his creation, has acted as a beacon of hope for the people of Earth. His unyielding kindness and resolve to help humans are perhaps some of the most recognizable aspects of his persona. Superman is synonymous with benevolence, selflessness, and courage. Over the years, Superman has appeared in a variety of media form formats, including comic books, newspaper comic strips, cartoons, films, video games, etc. Mm -hmm. And the character has been played and voiced by actors like Henry Cavill, Bud Collier, Kirk Allen, and Brandon Routh, among others. So who's your favorite? Well, being a Gen Xer, it's always going to be, you know, Christopher Reeve. Okay. But I, I don't know that there's one that I've seen that I didn't actually like. No, because you simp over all of them. I do. I, I'm a huge Superman <coughs> fan. <coughs> yeah, no, no. I, and that's totally fine. That's why I was like, nope. As soon as I saw that day, I was like, oh, I had to send it to you because you didn't <laughs> even have it in the original. I was like, no, there, that, that's the Amy day right there. Because, yeah, you, you do. You, everything from Smallville to all the movies, including the new ones, which, you know. Yes. Yeah, you like them all. And I, I always, I always joke around that I have always said that Superman always seemed to me like the superhero that was made up by two kids who were uh uh each other, right? <laughs> so like you, you have two kids and and they're like, 
Uh-huh, my, my, my guy shot your guy. Uh-uh, my guy's bulletproof. Oh, yeah, well, now he got you. Uh-uh, my guy's faster than your guy. Uh-uh, my guy's faster than a speeding bullet. Well, my guy, my guy just, you know, chased your guy. Uh-uh, my guy jumped over that building in a single bound. Oh, yeah? Well, well my guy's hiding, and when you come around the corner, he can't hide because I have x-ray vision. Uh, I was like, really? What else does your guy have? My guy can fly. What? My guy can fly. He can go into space. He doesn't breathe when he's up in space. He's great. What? What's? What's your guy's weakness? Um. Um. It's a rock that you've never heard of and you don't have. Yeah. You know. It's like you no. Know, everybody has to have. You know. Um. They they have to have a weakness. You know. It's like you're. You know what? I'm gonna decide. Your guy's weakness is the sun. If he doesn't get enough sun or the sun's wrong, he's gonna be all weird. Well. Well, fine, but my guy can go around the world so fast that he makes time go backwards, never mind what the rest of the universe is doing at the same time and all the flaws and plot holes in it. <sighs> uh, okay, you know, that's the kid you want to stop playing with. That, that, that kid made Superman. That's, that's what it always feels like to me. Right. So, so yeah, no, I just I, I look at that, but that's why I was asking. It's like, so Christopher Reeves was your favorite Superman. So is he your favorite or was he your most nostalgic? Like you know, he's probably my most nostalgic. Okay. Because, I I actually I know uh, I'm gonna probably get a lot of flack for this, but Brandon it's okay. Ralph. Welcome to the club. Brandon Ralph was a good Superman okay. in a bad Superman movie. Okay. Because I did not like anything about um, Lois Lane in that movie. You just could have cut that all out. <laughs> okay. And um, but yeah, he was a good Superman in a bad Superman movie, and then um. And of course, Henry Cavill is great at everything he touches. And that's the even though Superman. he's short, he's actually short for for Superman. He's like six six foot or six one, something like that. Okay. Superman, in and of himself, mm-hmm. his character is written is quite tall. Mm-hmm. Um, I I want to say it's somewhere between six five and six eight. Now Christopher Reeve was six four. Okay. And that's what they. That's those are the sets that they gave him in that movie because that was part of his initial interview. He said he was six four, but I think the character is taller than that. But Henry Cavill himself is barely over six one, so he's considered for that character to be short. Okay, but he's still very attractive. And and he but he's the newest Superman. Yes. He's current. Okay, because yes. he has my favorite Superman scene. Like yes. li- literally, I like everybody has their favorite Superman scenes who watches Superman, but that. Like Superman, because like I said, some people I know people just hate Superman. Like they're just I like, I and I and I and I get it. They literally, you have the OP, yeah, right? Y- yeah, the OP, and he's the, you know, the what's it called, the the moral crusader and everything. And I, I get it, right? It's like you kind of want a little dirt right. in your heroes, and a, and a lot of the good heroes that like you see like an MCU, they always have a little dirt to them, right? Like right. like Batman's got a little bit of dirt to him, you know? Yeah, it's like Batman you know, is. The only one, look, the only one who didn't have a little bit of dirt for the longest time was Captain America, right? Right, that's Marvel's version. Of that's, that's Marvel's yeah. answer to Superman. Who doesn't Captain fly. You who know. is also my favorite Marvel character. Okay, well, see, there you strangely, go. So strangely enough. No, that wouldn't, that wouldn't be strange. But, but the, the thing, the, the episode where they brought Superman back, yes. or the, the scene where they brought Superman back, he didn't know what was going on, and everybody grabbed him. And he held on to everybody, and the Flash came zipping around the back, oh, that was funny. and he eye for eye 
watched that kid, and that kid was freaking out. Panic. That look of pure terror yes. as he came and just Superman's just watching him the entire way, and then he just tripped over himself because he was like, that was, that was like, that was, was the one. Oh, we got a little bit of darky there, don't we? There, because right. that's that that was the one that I was like most relatable. Like I could understand that. Like, oh, you all, oh, you think you're slick? Come here, you right. know. So no, so that absolutely was yes, was my favorite of every Superman movie, every one I've ever watched. Every that there alone, yes, was my favorite moment. Period. So, yes. all right. So what what do we have? You said our next day is going to be Falafel Day. Yes. Oh, and National Falafel Day. And in Palestine, Texas, we have nobody who serves falafels. So, so we have to leave to Tyler, Texas, is the closest place that we can get falafels. And so can't even get them in Jacksonville. No, there's oh no wow. Greek place in Jacksonville. Sad. The only thing that's in Jacksonville is the the Romas opened up a second location. Um, the one that's in Frankston opened mm. up a second location, and it's in Jacksonville right is now. Is it second because the Romas in Frankston is under construction? The building is messed up. When it wasn't I like two days ago, I saw it last week. Oh, like it's done. Oh, okay. Oh no, it's done. It's literally there and okay. So yeah. Weird. So anyway, so tell us about National Falafel Day. International Falafel Day. Every year on June twelfth, falafel lovers come together to celebrate International Falafel Day. It's also a day to encourage people who have never eaten falafel to give it a try. For those who don't know what it is, falafel is a deep fried ball made from ground chickpeas. Um also known as garbanzo beans mm -hmm. to, to some of us. It can also be flat or donut-shaped patty. Falafel is sometimes also made with fava beans. Gross. Other ingredients might include onions and spices, such as cumin or coriander. Some people eat falafel on its own, while others stuff it inside a pita and eat it as a wrap. Because falafel doesn't contain any meat or dairy, the food is a favorite among vegetarians and vegans. Through the years, many Middle Eastern countries have taken credit for creating falafel. However, the food was most recently, however, the food was most certainly developed in Egypt. Despite this fact, falafel is closely identified as Israeli cuisine. In fact, a popular uh, Israeli singer named Nassim Garami, I totally hacked that up. That's okay. Wrote a song about falafel being the country's national dish. Eventually, the popular Middle Eastern food found its way to other countries throughout the world, including the United States. Even though falafel is deep fried in oil, the food does contain some health benefits. Falafel is a good source of fiber and plant-based protein. The chickpeas in the dish help to manage blood sugar levels. To maximize the health benefits of falafel, it is best not to deep fry it. People can make a healthier version of falafel by baking it instead. I love falafels. I really do. I, I absolutely enjoy them. But but honestly, garbanzo beans are amazing to me, right? Garbanzo yes. beans are you can you can put garbanzo beans at four hundred degrees into your air fryer with a little bit of oil on them and put them in your air fryer for about twenty minutes and they become a crispy little snack. Like literally they're just there's they're just really stinking good, right? But I mean, garbanzo beans are what's used to make falafel, garbanzo beans are what's used to make hummus, and yes. you can even make you know, flatbreads out of garbanzo beans. Garbanzo beans themselves are amazing. Falafel 
is I love falafel when it's done right. Of course. I will tell anybody who has ever gotten a falafel from the frozen food department in your store and, and uses that as your baseline for what a falafel is. No, that is the same as getting, you know, Walmart chicken and saying, hmm, that's the best rotisserie chicken example you're going to have. It's not because one of the best things that I personally like about a good falafel is the parsley. And mm. when people put fresh parsley and like I just a little squeeze of lemon on, on top of that and maybe I'll dip it into some tzatziki sauce, you know, right. life is good. Like life is absolutely good or with some tabbouleh or some Jerusalem salad or anything like that. I mean, Ooh. yeah, I miss rock the place that we went to back in Sacramento. That yes. was one of the ones that I miss so bad. There is nothing like that out here. It's like, yeah. like I, I've said it before. It's it's the drawback to being here is the quality of sushi doesn't exist as compared to it does on either coast. I've had sushi. I have had sushi. I realized this. I was going through all the different places. I've had sushi in 40 of 50 states. Okay. <laughs> I have had sushi from truck stops all the way up to sushi that was, you know, $40 a bite type situation, right? And I just, that, so I miss having sushi out here. But honestly, there's there's a new place that's opening up here that's a pita place that's mm. that I'm hoping. it's It looks like it's going to be Israeli food. And so, mm. yeah, it's uh, where the sweet frog was. Oh, was yeah, closing yeah. down. So once again, somebody's keeping the yogurt machine. Oh, but yay. They're like supposed the to open up. That's fine. Uh, well, they're keeping a yogurt machine at least. But. But they're supposed to open up July first, and I hope it's I hope it's good, and I hope it's received well because we have a couple of new restaurants that have opened up here, and it's the girls are happy with with one. It was a miss for me, and it was a miss for me because I ordered. They have lasagna. It's Italian. It's a new Italian place. Okay. Um, Newtown Bistro, I think is what it's called, and you know. I get it. We were there kind of in a lull time, but the lasagna showed the way a lasagna looks, right? Mine was so flat. Like, I'm not kidding. My, my lasagna was absolutely just, I, w I, I was like, how, how are you okay with this? How, how did somebody take this? It was small. It was rinky dink compared to what they showed. And I just was not happy with it at all. I was like, this is, this is here. If I didn't tell you, that that was lasagna. Would you know that was lasagna? No. Yeah. That actually looks like a... Looks like a parm. Yes. It looks like either eggplant parm or chicken parmesan. That's not... That was the lasagna. Wow. And that is so flat that my green beans are higher than the lasagna. That's that's not how so lasagna is supposed no, to go. No, no. I mean, everything else there was, you know, it looked, it looked good, but somebody does not know color when they're plating. Because that yes. was that was the uh, chicken Alfredo that uh, I think Lily got this um, with the risotto and the s the uh, noodles, but man, I would have just a slice of t or two of tomato and some a uh, little smattering of something green in there would have no gone. Color on no, that. this is literally a monochromatic it's plate. White, it's white and white. Yeah, and it's it's, it's noodles with no mm -hmm. sauce. Yeah, butter no. sauce at best. It's Mashed potatoes with no gravy at all. Karen got Karen got the soup that was there, and the soup was actually really good. Mm. Lily ticked me off because I literally said we're going there on a budget, 
okay, we're going there on a budget, and mm -hmm. I'm getting a discount because of the time that we're going there and everything, right? Right. Um, and then Lily, of course, insisted on getting an appetizer, which those are not house-made. Those no, are not, not house-made mozzarella no, sticks. And I was just like, mm, okay. And, and you know when I make a caprese salad. Mm -hmm. So we got they have caprese salad there as a side. Mm -hmm. But look at the, the amount of mozzarella on the caprese salad, which is sad because it tastes like it's either really young or it's house-made. But that right there is all that they put on it. Disappointing. Yes. And those are Romas. Oh, so they're not supposed to be on this great. What kind are they? No, be no. Usually, usually you get a kind of a beefsteak, and that's that's kind of the stuff that you're looking for. But this this just wasn't what what we were wanting. And so, I'm I'm gonna give them another try before I go and post up about them. I was just very, like you know me and lasagna. Like don't don't make, you know, Olive Garden lasagna look good, right? Because they did. That's they right. literally made Olive Garden lasagna look good. And I'm sorry, I'm nothing personally against uh, Olive Garden. I like Olive Garden. Yes. Okay. When I was poor, broke, and working at Chevy's, we would go across the street to Olive Garden, and for like five bucks, I could get you know breadsticks and salad, and and I would get ranch dressing for the breadsticks, and I was good, right? Yes. Because there's only so much I could eat at Chevy's at the time when I was you know we work at a Mexican uh, Tex-Mex. It's not Mexican. It's not even Tex-Mex. I mean, <laughs> let's be honest. Chevy's is like West Coast Tex-Mex feng shui. You know, right. but but their food isn't even what it used to be. And that's no, that's not. a disappointment to me because yeah. when I worked at Chevy's, there was amazing foods there. So, you know, it was it was really good foods. I'm just, you know, I, I just it's not there anymore. Right. Because when I worked at Chevy's, we had quail fajitas it may not sound like a, but that was amazing. Wow. We had we had a langostino queso. Right. Which uh -huh. had uh, which had little langostinos in it. Um, it was the it was a couple of different kinds of cheese. And it was grilled onions and grilled poblano peppers, and it was amazing. And you would get that with the original meat sauce that they used to have on the fresh tortillas from El Machino, oh, yeah. and that was bliss, right? And it was like, and their quail was the best quail I'd ever had. It was, honestly, it was why I put in my application because I went, I went to put in my application. I wasn't originally going to go work at Chevy's. That's the funny thing <laughs> is, so Glenn, I know you said you listen all the time, so yeah, bro, bro if it hadn't been for one decision um, you and I wouldn't wouldn't have met because I was going to go apply at Red Lobster because it's seafood and it's me and I love seafood everything from the ocean and now I want seafood okay everything from the, from the ocean that's okay it's the morning and I still want seafood I wish there was a proper morning thing for seafood um, but I look at things and I'm like okay I, I just I went I ended up going to Chevy's because it would I I was like I want to I want to eat there. I've got to my interview nice and early. I didn't mean to get there nice and early, but at the time my my motorcycle wasn't working, so I had to take the bus. And so I took the bus and I ended up being an hour and a half early because the bus there was nobody else in any of the bus stops. Oh so wow. so literally the bus driver had no stop. And usually I'm used to like 15 on, 6 off, 15 on, you know, but this was a weird interview because they were just opening this restaurant and and I was like, "Okay, and I sat and I was like, I'm going to go over here to Chevy's. I'm going to try out one of the dishes. And I, I started eating that. I, I got the quail and I got the, the langostino. And, and I was like, are you guys hiring? And they're like, yeah. It's like, can I have an application? So I filled it out while I was eating. The manager came over to me. Brenda came over while I was eating. <laughs> we sat down, had an interview because they desperately needed a host and a bartender. And they were like desperately needed a male 
host and a bartender specifically. Okay. And the fact that, you know, I spoke Spanish. Huge help. Oh, man, that was like the excitement of it. Like, she didn't even pay attention to the fact that she was hiring an 18-year-old, or 19, almost 19, yeah. um, to be a bartender. Whoops. Yeah. So, eh, I took my job. Yeah. <laughs> no no mm -hmm. issues to me. So, but, yeah. So, but, anyways, I'm sorry. I way digress that. But, but chickpeas... <laughs> garbanzo beans they're they're so good i mean and i mean here's here's the crazy is down to the water people don't realize the water has actual uses when it comes to garbanzo beans and chickpeas it's actually healthy it is healthier for you than any other nut milk that that's out there and nice. a lot of people who are vegans and vegetarians and realize this and soak their own chickpeas and soak their own beans and get them in bulk have now they go oh my gosh this is what i'm using they use they use the water they drink the water they'll actually use it in their hair it's it helps with the sheen in their hair um mm -hmm. so there's so many benefits to these things that it's like they're amazing to me i would rather eat chickpeas than i ever would soy right because yeah. chickpeas don't have an estrogen producer right yeah. and i had to have i had to have this talk with with uh, my nurse when we were sitting and i was going through the hell minute 15 minute eight minute thing they were putting me through um for, the, for your for your heart test, yeah right? yeah they were yeah when they were trying to kill me um <laughs> and i sat there and and i was was talking about the fact that i love like she's like you know i don't know if you ever tried that hummus and i'm like hummus and yes i have and i love hummus she goes she goes yeah that that stuff is good and that, and i loved hearing her say garbanzo she had a very deep southern accent i was like okay mm you know garbanzo beans <laughs> and i just started i was like okay so southern it's hard but it's yes hard to imitate. i can't i cannot imitate it i'm, I'm yeah. doing it poor justice but she was like you know and, and you should consider like ed edamont soybeans <laughs> like, <laughs> like she just she porky pigged it she had ed soybeans <laughs> and i was like yeah but soybeans are an estrogen producer and she goes they are but they're not a testosterone inhibitor that's always good to know and i'm like like I was like, so that's not the first time you've heard that. Nope. <laughs> she goes, she goes. This is the first time I've I've heard that from somebody without overalls in here. <laughs> and I was like, ooh man, I, like I just felt slapped like hard. But but it was it was it was good and and getting to learn all that. And she said, and I, I actually had a big discussion about garbanzo beans and what they everything they were used for. And she's like, you know, well, and can you grow them out here? I said no, we don't have the right. Um, we don't have the right climate out here for this. The extreme weather condition changes doesn't work. So mm. garbanzo beans are looking for a more, uh, you know, inclement or uh, uh, inter in uh, determinate climate. There we go. And I said, go. so they're looking for mellower things. So there's places in California that you can get them and you can get them fresh. And that's great. But you can't get them out here fresh. So, okay. you know, and that's fine because the canned stuff is is, is fine. Yes. Um, you can get I said, if you go to Waco, I know there's a Winko in Waco. Um, wow, Winko and Waco. Yes. All right. <laughs> so I wonder if there's a Winko in Waco, Washington. But anyways, <laughs> but there's a Winko in Waco, and they have bulk foods. And there's a Sprouts in Tyler. They have bulk foods. So you can get chickpeas or garbanzo beans there. You do the soak and you do the over-soak on it, and you save that water. That water is, like, great for a ton of things. There's people that use it for so many different things that it's, like, it's it's crazy for me. Like George Washington Carver would be like impressed right. type situation, right? So, but but they're just they are really good for you. Um, they are really good for your gut health, and so that was one of the things that we talked about. So, and uh, yeah, so 
National Falafel Day, I'm like, yeah, I'm I'm I love falafels. I love chickpeas. I love everything that they make, and so it makes sense. And now I'm I'm gonna have to figure all of that out. <laughs> so, but and we can buy them in bulk. I was looking at this. I now I gotta ask you something. Okay. Okay. So, we've been doing really good on the cheap on our groceries. Yes. Okay. Um, I'm serious. Like I I've been making I've 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 been making ten twelve bucks last. Like there've been, you know, a couple of really tight weeks, and yes. you remember when we had both girls and I th- who was living, uh, Jerry and Angel were living with us. Yes, and I made eight dollars last the entire week, and nobody missed anything, right? Nope, it was wonderful. Yeah, well, so everybody was full, everybody was nourished, everybody was happy. It didn't, it tasted really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I made pork, and you liked it, <laughs> which is rare. Yeah, so so I, so I, I was looking at that, but. Um, Webstrant, who is not a sponsor, but if you guys are listening, hey, <laughs> um, Webstrant, because we're a business, right, and we're a business entity, um, I have a business account now okay. with them. But they have, they just opened a premium account. Premium account costs $100 a month. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, but we're talking about restaurant bulk grade food at wholesale pricing. And that makes sense. Right, because... Like when I go through the stuff and everything that's in there, I'm like, holy crud. Now, just to give you an idea, so a can of chickpeas right now, let me take a look here. I was looking right at it. A can of chickpeas for organic, because I need these are organic, so I got to compare apples to apples, right? Yes. So a can of organic chickpeas in water, 400 grams, okay, which is just under a pound, okay, um, is $7.29, okay? Okay. So, with them, for a four-pound bag of chickpeas, let me pull this up, organic, is $9. Nice. So... The thing is, is if I did this, this would be, it would be committal. You know what I mean? We have to get the dollar value out of it. But if I'm making our month's groceries go for under $100 as it is, I don't know that it makes sense right now. So I'm going to keep looking at it and keep going back and forth on it because they also have all kinds of meats, all kinds of, you know, seafood and ship out next day on all their seafood. And the big problem that I have is that they're telling me, hey, you know, um, you need to, if you're going to eat beef, and we're not telling you not to eat beef because beef is good for your testosterone levels, right? Yes. That you should um, have grass-fed beef. Well, grass-fed beef over at uh, Brookshire's is about 20 to $29 a pound, Holy depending on what cow. you're getting. It, there's, it's the only in here, right? I don't trust the Walmart grass-fed crap. No, right? no, I I agree yeah. and I understand. It just it just seems odd because we're in Texas, mm-hmm. we're in cattle country, mm-hmm. in grass-fed cattle country. It's yeah. actually easier to find a grass-fed ranch here than it is in California. Yeah. So oh yeah. That doesn't make sense. No, I'm 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 aware, and I'm gonna actually talk to KT and find out because it's possible that our favorite meat people. Um, actually do oh, grass-fed. Okay. So I'm, I'm going to talk to them, but I have to switch that over. So 
But anyways, I'm sorry. We got way off topic. Thank you so much for joining us this morning on Stupid Podcast on Everything, where I've been Joey. And I'm Amy. And once again, we talk about everything and nothing all at the same time because everything and nothing is all stupid. Please be sure to follow our link tree that's down in the description. Also, go to our website, which is stupidpodcastoneverything.com. And we have a lot of growing information on a regular basis. So until then, peace out with your peace out. Bye.